0: Thanks for tuning in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel, along with streaming on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please be sure to search for America Out Loud. In addition to that, we're available on AmericaOutloud.news, which has thousands of podcasts and articles updated all day, every day. you guys want to make AmericaOutloud.news, a normal stop in your rotation because it's just constantly being filled with new articles and podcasts and we do appreciate it when you guys check those out and share on social media. Uh, we know uh, the social media censorship is really ramping up again uh, with the 2024 election right around the corner so we appreciate any support we can get. Uh, obviously there's a lot to talk about again tonight. Last night we kind of focused in on Letitia James and uh, the corruption in New York City and uh, them going after President Trump. Judge Ingeron's just an absolute disgrace, uh, just smirking. Uh, I don't like to call for violence, but man, would I'd like to see that smirk wiped off his face the other day uh, when he was coming down with his decision on President Donald Trump. But it was not a good week for Fannie Willis. I would say uh, her week was a lot worse. Miss Letitia James because Fannie Willis was on the stand asking answering questions about her supposed ex-lover Nathan Wade who she did not disclose her relationship with after she had made him special prosecutor in the President Trump case. Uh, They brought in Fannie Willis's dad for questioning and uh, he made it clear that he's always known Fannie's boyfriends yet with Mr. Wade He didn't know about him until the news media reported it. So Fannie Willis' own dad admitted that Fannie Willis is hiding her relationship with Nathan Wade, and uh, it's not going to be good. I think the judge is going to have to uh, disqualify Fannie Willis from this President Trump case because her bias has been made clear. And of course, the news media, all they can say is, oh, they're attacking a black woman oh, this is horrible that they would say these things to a black woman and hold her accountable and make her answer questions about her personal life. It's like this isn't about her, just her personal life. She brought her personal life into it by hiring her boyfriend, Nathan Wade, to be the special prosecutor against President Trump. So uh, I don't want to hear this, that the Republicans are just picking on her, because clearly that is not the case. And uh, that's an easy defense for liberals is just to go with the old racism card uh, once again. Rob, how are you doing tonight? And what were your thoughts on what we've seen from Fannie Willis? Andrew, I'm doing great tonight and I have a lot of thoughts on what we're seeing with Fannie
1: Willis and her boyfriend, boy toy, Nathan Wade. You know, when I first, I want to thank of our listeners for tuning in. And as you mentioned, we discussed this slightly on yesterday, toward the end of the show. We uh, last night rather we teased it because we we're focusing last night on Letitia James and this Chuck Ingaron and them trying to steal, take away from former President Trump three hundred and sixty million dollars, and then bar him from being over an executive of a corporation here. New York City, which is like the financial center of the world, you would think that you would want to bring more businesses, but they want to take away businesses. And if the governor felt that this was wrong, you would think that she would say, no, you, you can't do this. She would call this judge out. But she hasn't called the judge out. She hasn't called out Letitia James because they want this. And I would say to all companies, as we said last night, you better start waking up. You better stop thinking or seeing this in a silo because this is going to impact you. They're coming after you. They're making it seem as if though they're coming after Trump, but they're coming after you and all your gains. And I would say to these corporations, you either stand up or just move out and just give leave New York to its own vices. Who's going to suffer? Minorities, black people. They're letting in all these illegal aliens and you will suffer. So while you're sitting there on the sidelines saying, get Trump, he's a racist, because that's what the media is telling you, that's what white liberals are telling you, and bougie blacks, you better wake up and see how this is going to impact you and your businesses and jobs and your real estate. And as I said last night, if what Trump said, if, if this judge is saying that Trump overestimated the value of his properties, well, then I think that a lot of these companies that are renting... To rent is here, they're overestimating the market value, and that rent should be reduced. But let's see who's going to get to work on that. Now let's pivot to Fast Fanny. I like to call her Fast Fanny. Uh, we're going to have BB Diamond on later on this week, and she's going to give her uh, opinion, her thoughts rather, on Fast Fanny and Letitia James, and she's got a lot to say. And BB is a black woman. So all of you people who are saying, oh, you're attacking a black woman, a successful black woman. No, they're not. They're just attacking an incompetent or not even attacking, but calling out incompetence. I'm a black man. I have a black mother. I have black sisters. I have black aunts, cousins and whatever. Okay, I call balls and strikes. I call it the way I see it. Fanny is out of her league. And, you know, Andrew, sometimes I wonder if they should just leave her on the case, (laughs) leave her on the case. Because can you imagine Fannie and Nathan Wade putting on a case against Trump? I mean, it would be farcical. Now, no matter which way it goes, they're going to still find him guilty if they don't get a jury of his peers. So I would just sometimes I wonder, like, let this play out. But it's probably safer just to boot her and let them start all over. But I cannot fathom I mean, seeing her, well, she won't be doing it. She would just be instructing Nathan Wade on what to do and the different witnesses and how to uh, question them because he would be the lead prosecutor. Okay, let's just be honest. Andrew, does this guy not resemble George Floyd to you?
0: It's I was right looking. I never thought of this.
1: Yeah, I was looking and I was like, wait a minute, this guy reminds
0: me of someone. I'm starting he, to wonder if this guy's like her gigolo that she uh, just pays to uh be with her kind of thing because well, if you look at Nathan Wade his ex-wife was pretty attractive and then you go from that to some uh beast like Fanny Willis I mean this is night <laughs> night and day uh I'm inclined to think she's paying this guy for his services literally you
1: know, I- I, I'm as you speak. I'm googling his his Nathan Ways' why, I did. Yeah, she does look better than that. <laughs> oh You're right. How did he land it's up? A stark with this contrast. Woman? It's a stark <laughs> contrast. Oh my gosh. I mean, she. Wow. I mean, and looking at him, looking at him online, he seems to be a rather attractive guy. But when you look at him on camera, he looks like George Floyd. And when they were asking him, well, let me, let me say this first. I was going to talk about, you said, uh, her paying him to be her gigolo. Well, remember what she said. A man is a companion. I don't need a man. A man is just a companion. That's all he needs. That's all he is. So she's telling you, it's all for the sex. That's it. I don't need him for anything else. I don't need him to pay my way. I can pay my own way because my dad told me to pay my own way. My dad told me to have a certain amount of money at home, and I uh, – B.B. Diamond and I had weighed on this previously, and I I will say this, in all fairness, in the South, Andrew, you do hear a lot of that. Don't trust the banks. Have enough money at home. And even your grandparents probably did this. He had money up under the mattress because they didn't trust the bank. The, The mattress up under the mattress was their bank, but you hear a lot of that in the South. Have money at home because you never know what's gonna happen. So when she said that, I was like, okay, I've heard that before.
0: Okay, but you do hear a lot of that. But then they tried to frame it like it's a black thing, like no other races carry money on them either. Hey, so you, so uh, you've so heard like this before, dead. right? Yeah, of course. Everybody carries cash on them. Uh, you see, you know, at least to some degree, maybe not thousands of dollars, but uh, you know, it's nice to have some cash on hand, especially these days. With the, you never know if your ATM card could get shut down for a few days or something like that. Have some cash on hand. But, uh, yeah, it's just them trying to, once again, include race to their benefit because a lot of people carry cash. But let's be honest, the reason that she's uh, trying to hype up this cash and it being a black thing is because cash isn't traceable. And uh, she knows that uh, she's probably lying about some of the exchanges that her and Mr. Wade have had, but none of it's traceable.
1: You're right. It's none of us traceable.
0: It's money laundering. She knows it.
1: She is a court official. He's a court official. They both know it. And it was interesting how when he was put on the stand and they were were asking him, how many times have you visited her place? Have you ever gone there? He was completely caught off guard, Andrew. I mean, that dead silence when he was trying to think. And did you also notice that he was drinking quite a bit of water, the bottled water? I don't think anybody in the media called this out. I was looking in front of him. He had all these bottles of water, and he kept sipping it and sipping it because he was nervous. He was afraid. And he's probably realizing that she wouldn't let me take the fall for this because look at how she views me. She doesn't need a
0: man. yeah, you know, I'm just what? a companion, and that's it. I think you're right, Rob. Uh, Wade and... Fannie Willis staying on the case might actually be the best case scenario for President Trump. These two incompetent DEI hires couldn't even defend themselves uh, in a convincing fashion. Uh, I have a hard time believing that if these two are who's in charge, they're going to do a very good job of putting a convincing case against President Trump.
1: Well, but the other thing, as I said, Andrew, it would be nice to see it. Uh, but I think that she she still has to go. We need to stir it all over because this judge, folks, you've got to remember that the judge had previously worked under Fanny. And he was promoted. He ran for this office. That position that he's in as judge, he had to run for that. So he's and there's another election that's coming up, I think, this summer. So I don't think he's gonna remove her from the case. I could be wrong. I mean, we could wake up in the morning and he'll say, I'm not going to remove her or I will remove her. But he's looking at the makeup of the community, blacks, Mm -hmm. and he wants their votes. I mean, look at all the leeway he gave her when she was putting on her theatrical production. And we spoke about this last night when we're talking about Letitia. And how uh, the judge Aragon was chastising Trump because he was saying that Trump was being indifferent and he might kick him out of the courthouse, he might hold him in contempt of Congress. I mean, contempt of court. And you got to remember, Trump didn't take the witness stand. Trump was making a lot of these comments from his seat, sitting down, listening to the other witnesses. Whereas Fanny was on the witness stand. And you got to also remember, folks. When people are saying, as you opened up saying that, they're saying that, oh, they're going into her private life, and she's saying this is intrusive. No, Fanny, you put your private life out there. Not only was she dating or banging the lead prosecutor. Okay, that was the first thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew mm-hmm. about it, and they could have just kept giving comments. But here's a, kick, here's a kicker. After they put him on the stand and she saw how miserable he was, she volunteered Because she had said she was not going to testify. She volunteered to get on the stand. And when she did that, she opened up the door. So it's her fault. So all you women who are out there, especially Black women, who are saying, oh, there you go again, looking at a Black woman's private life. Or women as a whole saying, you're always looking at our sex life, and men can do whatever they want to do. No. She opened up the door. She volunteered. So let me say it again. Fannie did not have to take the stand. She in her hot pink dress or red or whatever color it was. She didn't have to take the stand. She chose to take the stand because she felt that her boy toy, Nathan Wade, did a miserable job. So she wanted to go behind him and clean up. But instead, she stepped into it. She opened up the door and the attorneys walked right through it and rightfully so, asking her those questions, Andrew.
0: Yeah, you're right. And speaking of that pink dress, it went viral online. Apparently, Fanny put the dress on backwards. Uh, there's <laughs> video. There's tons of pictures of the dress being shown in catalogs, and uh, every single time that the models got the dress on the opposite way that Fanny Willis had it on. Uh, Fanny Willis had the ribbon tied at the front. The ribbon's tied in the back. Proper way to wear the dress. So it started off where everyone was posting pictures of. Fanny Willis and they're like, "Man, her her form is just not there. It's so unflattering." What I mean, it was apparent, you see her, it's like uh something looked off and then it ended <laughs> up that she had the wrong the dress on backwards. So obviously that's not going to do your form any favors. So uh yeah, it was pretty humiliating, I'd say that has to be for Fanny Willis. Like I said, I normally wouldn't make fun of someone for an embarrassing moment like that, but you um, can't have any sympathy for people like this, Rob. Uh, she's fair game.
1: Andrew, I didn't know about that. I didn't know about the dress was, all, oh, my gosh, I'm looking at it on the Internet right now. And you're right. The zipper was in front. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I didn't even catch it. I mean, I knew that the dress wasn't flattering. And I thought, why would she wear that dress? I would think she would right. wear
0: a power suit. Man, that went right over my head. Wow. Right, because you notice her chest, like not to focus on her chest area, but it just looks so weird in those pictures. Like, what's with this woman's chest? Does she you, not you, have a chest? But it's just right. her dress is on backwards. It's not, it's not made to fit like that. You're right. When I looked at it again, not focusing in on her chest,
1: but I thought maybe she needed better support. And guys, we're not. Trashing Fanny, OK, if you want to trash me, <laughs> you trash well, look, look at how they trash President Trump. They say he's stinky. They talk about his hair. They talk about his orange skin. And the other day, Andrew, I don't know if you saw this, but when he came out after the verdict, that crazy judge said that we're going to steal Trump's money. When he came outside of Mar-a-Lago to give a presser, did you- I was watching the different channels to see if they were going to cover it. Of course, CNN decided to cover it. And would you believe that they made his face red as if though he was the devil? I thought, are you serious? This is supposed to be a reputable news organization. But they're out trying to help Biden because of Biden's shortcomings, the same way Fannie is trying to help him. I'm like, when will this stop? When will we have real journalists to stand up yeah. and call this out? Because we don't have that right now, Andrew. They're, they're falling in for it. They're OK with it. I mean, I, other than listening to America Out Loud, there's one other conservative News outfit that I watch, and it's not the one that you guys think. But I'm like, why won't those journalists call out all of these journalists and say, you guys aren't playing fair? We respect you because we're all in the same business, but you know this isn't right. There was one commentator on CNN, she's a Black woman, something coats. She's a new, she's a legalese. And she was saying that how the attorneys were, in a way, putting Fanny's life in danger by having her to say that she keeps money at home. I'm like, no, that, that's not putting her life in danger. Fanny decided to talk about that. Fanny didn't have to do it. And furthermore, look at all the other people who are put on the stand and they have to share intimate details about their lives. See, again, they're trying to make this about race and about women and that women are so vulnerable. If Fanny is gonna step into the kitchen, she should expect to get burned when she's not, working properly in the kitchen. Plain and simple. So all this other stuff that them saying, oh, they're coming after a black woman. No, they're not. They're just speaking truth to power. Okay. Plain and simple. And this is Fanny's fault because Fanny could have kept her mouth shut, but she chose not to do it, Andrew.
0: Yes, and jokes aside about her being a DEI hire, let's face it, she needs to be removed from this case because she broke the rules you have to um come out and say that, that you've got a relationship with the special prosecutor if you do she did not do that so she needs to pay the consequences for that and uh, uh i'm not going to feel sorry for her no matter what those consequences are you guys are tuned into after dark with Robin and andrew which is available monday through friday at 9 p.m eastern 8 p.m central or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrews.
2: The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution. The miracle enzyme natto kinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase, the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best america out loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OutLoud for 25 percent off your first order you've all heard dr mccullough and others share over and over the value of keeping your sinuses cleansed it's a smart move all year but even more so when we're cooped up inside it's not really open for debate any longer those that live smart and live well pay attention to nasal and oral hygiene Rx has just the tools for the job with our nasal and throat cleanse. Click the Rx banner on AmericaOutloud.shop to get 20% off your entire order. That's right, AmericaOutloud.shop. Use coupon code OUTLOUD. That's coupon code OUTLOUD for 20% off your entire order. Use
0: Rx because it works. We're back here on After Dark with Rob and Andrew, and we just finished up the first half of the show discussing uh, Fannie Willis uh, taking questions. Of course, she volunteered to do that, as Rob mentioned. She was not forced to. However, it did not go well for her uh, based on what I saw, and uh, she's going to be under some more scrutiny now because... If it's found that she did lie to the court, like we've had witnesses say, that their relationship goes back a lot farther than what they say, uh, she's going to be in trouble for that, as she should be. Uh, and President Trump, a lot of people were saying, oh, uh, this Georgia case could be the most serious against him. But Rob, I give you credit. You were always against that. You told me. Uh, Georgia? Trump's got a lot of legroom to work with Uh, and you look at Fannie Willis and how her case seems to be imploding Uh, it's not looking good for her and like you said if he can get in front of a jury of his peers it's going to be even better in a state like Georgia instead of a place like New York City where as the Trump said they're not going to get a fair trial ever in New York City so uh, yeah Fannie Willis looks like her game may be coming to an end what are your thoughts? You think that Fanny will be taken off the case? I know you said that uh, you, you're not so sure if she will, but if she's caught lying to the court like we said, uh, there's no way they can keep someone with no credibility around like that, could they?
1: I don't I don't think it matters, Andrew. I mean, remember this judge is running for office this summer. He had worked previously with Fanny, and we saw how he gave her so much latitude with her behavior. you can't. I have been a juror on more than one occasion. Fairly recently, I served as a, gosh, what do they call it? Uh, the jurors who hear, uh, oh gosh, it escapes me, but I'll, I'll think of it before we go off the air. But as a juror, you watch the body language of the individuals that are testifying. And when they become too aggressive, or acting out the way she did, they can be held within contempt of court. She's what you call a hostile witness. Now she kept saying, I'm not on trial here. Those people right there, they're on trial for trying to steal an election, overthrow an election. She kept dropping that in. And I'm sure that her attorneys who had probably said, "Fanny, don't take the stand, but if you do make certain that you drop this in, she kept saying that because she was trying to bring the attention, take the attention off of her and put it on the individual's who are challenging her and said, wait a minute, we happen to know that she's having an affair with the lead prosecutor. I don't know how they found this out, but Andrew, can you imagine those individuals who pleaded guilty? What was the woman's name uh, who was like, oh, oh, Sidney Powell, pleaded guilty. And remember, I told you all, that when she pleaded guilty she didn't necessarily she wasn't saying that she, what she did was wrong although she had to stand in court she and jenna elfin or jenna elfin that's the movie star jenna whatever her <laughs> name is <laughs> jenna ellis I always, jenna ellis i always call her jenna elfin that's the, the actress but jenna ellis they had to stand before the court and you have to say what you're guilty of and what you did okay now after sydney powell did it She went on, I think it was Newsmax or Fox News, and she said, no. She said, I do believe that the election was stolen. I don't think we did anything wrong. And they tried to go back. I think it was Fannie tried to go back and tell the judge, oh, we want to bring her back in because, look, she's still lying. But they let it go. But can you imagine them sitting back watching this and saying, oh, my God, why did we plead guilty? Because you can't take it back now. You pleaded to the crime. And I and I always yeah, say like, don't how, do it. But see, she did it because she probably did she probably said this is going to be long and drawn out. They'll probably take away all my assets. I don't want to go there. I'm just going to say, hey, I plead guilty, and that's it. Yeah. But, and like and doing so, that, let me t- say t- one t- more t- thing. T- and, and doing so, Andrew, they, she never said that Trump was involved. She never she never and, and her pleading guilty, she never said anything implicated Trump in any of this. She just said that what she did was wrong. Man, I bet she's kicking herself in the butt right now.
0: Yeah, with Sidney Powell, it seemed like a clear example of someone just doing what she had to do uh, to try not to ruin herself financially, right? Because they were going to go after her, try and imprison her. So she just said what she had to say to uh, get off the charges. I don't really hold that against Sidney Powell. But Jenna Ellis, I mean, she went in there crying and singing like a canary to Fannie Willis, acting like, oh, she regrets working with President Trump, and the election wasn't really stolen, and uh, this woman is just lowbrow, no morals. If you follow her on social media, she's just so divisive, constantly trying to get conservatives against each other. Uh, I think she's a plant. Uh, I know her nickname online is Jebba, like Jebba the Hutt, I think, uh, (laughs) joke at her weight, but nonetheless, Jenna Ellis uh, she's just a divider and, uh, yeah, she looks like a total moron for being Fannie Willis's top witness now. Uh, and yeah, she can never take that back. Her credibility is gone forever.
1: Yeah. It's shot because she won, like you said, she wanted to jump out and said, oh, I don't know, you know, Trump, I, I can't believe I supported him. I, remember I never trusted her from day one. I never trusted her. I always had, like, there was something about her that just didn't sit well with me. And I wouldn't at all be surprised that once this is all set and done, she'll probably write a book. She'll probably end up on fake news CNN or PMS NBC if they're still around. But this is not the last of her. She's going to come back. But if I would, I would be, I would still be kicking myself saying, oh, my God, why did I do this? Like you said, uh, what's her name did it out of necessity because she probably felt that Susan, Sidney Powell, that, you know, they're going to bleed me dry. Look at what they're doing to Rudy Giuliani. They are coming after anyone that has any contact with Trump. And I was listening to Professor Dorsherwood say the other day, he said that this project something committee that is going after any attorney that chooses to represent Trump. They're trying to uh, get them banned, take away their law license. That should not be happening in America. And as I said before, there should be some judge sitting on a high court and calling this out and saying, no, we live in a democracy, we live in a republic, we don't live in a banana republic, this is not Russia, this is not China. Everyone is entitled to fair and equal representation, and what you guys are doing is wrong, and I'm calling you out. We need a judge to do it. But so far, Andrew, what they're doing is that they're trying to run all these cases through these blue states with these blue judges they call them blue judges because they're Democrats, who are going to side with the Democrats. Look at this judge sitting here in New York City. I mean, you had Cy Vance who said, I'm not going to bring these charges against Trump for this accounting era. At the federal level, they said the same thing. And then all at once, Tilla of the Han, Mr. What's-his-name, Alvin Bragg, is going to, I'm going to bring charges against him? After he said initially he wasn't going to. But then the moment Trump said he was going to run, they got to him and said, bring charges against him. You know, because the system is fixed, you won't lose. You're going to win. So all those individuals that are out there that are saying, oh, Trump, he can beat this, he can beat this. No, he can't. He can't. He can't. It is designed to go against him. Everything, all of this, because all of these cases are no nonsense. They should never have even been brought forward. E. Jean Carroll, $83 million? I mean, I hope they've appealed this and the appeal court should look at this immediately and say, we're throwing this out. This is ridiculous. This is excessive for something that she can't even prove, she doesn't even recognize. And then Letitia James campaigned on this, campaigned on it. This is not happening, Andrew, in the dark. It's happening in the open. People are seeing this. And you have judges who are looking at this and saying this is wrong. Alan Dershowitz, Professor Dershowitz, has even said this is wrong. This has to stop. And I would say to every Republican who's sitting in the Senate and the House who has a law degree, you should be coming out and saying we want to get on this case. We will help Trump. and We will do it pro bono. If I have a law degree, I would say I'm going to do this pro bono because I'm trying to save America. I'm trying to save our justice system while the Democrats are trying to destroy it. What, what we saw from Fannie Willis last week and probably some this week is a complete abomination. This is not how you conduct yourself in the courtroom. This is how not how a law official is supposed to behave. She got caught. She should admit it. And step aside. As I said, during the first block of the show, it is because of her that her personal life is put out there. I don't care what social media postings you're seeing, that people saying they're coming up to black women. They're not coming up to black women. They did not come after Claudine Gay. Claudine Gay lied. She committed. What was it? Plagiarism. That is her fault. And then the diversity head at Harvard did the exact same thing, the same way the diversity head at Facebook did the exact same. Look at Marilyn Mosby in Baltimore. When she was trying to help try the, the, for the death of Freddie Gray. She was going to put all these police officers on trial, and they decided to let a judge render the verdict, and he said not guilty. Now look at what's happening to her, Marilyn Mosby. She has now been convicted of trying to lie, steal, and cheat. Why is this kept? No one wants to say anything about it, but I'm going to call it out. Remember Catherine Pugh, who was the mayor, the, the mayor of Baltimore, a black woman attacking Trump nonstop. Oh, he's no good. He's a red man. And then found out that she, too, was stealing from the city of Baltimore, and now she's cooling her heels in jail. And these are supposed to be black women who are supposed to be successful. But they lied, and now it's for whom the bail tolls, and the bail is tolling for them. Look at San Francisco. Brie London. A failure at protecting San Franciscans against crime. Look at the mayor, Latonia Cantrell of New Orleans, black woman. Look at the crime rate in New Orleans. It has just like escalated. Muriel your browser, the mayor of D.C., And the list goes on and on and on. And we're told that you can't say anything negative against these black women because if you do, it's misogynistic and you're attacking black women. And black women are always under attack. And that is the reason why Joe Biden is trying to elevate black women in his administration so that he can keep the black women vote. But I would say to black women, it is time to wake up. They are playing you like a cheap guitar. It's time to wake up. Don't fall for this.
0: This is setting back black women by decades. People like Fannie Willis, Kamala Harris, uh, Lori Lightfoot from Chicago, just people that show just how incompetent they are. It reflects badly on black women. And we know there's a lot of uh, brilliant black women out there that could be doing good jobs, but those aren't the ones that get promoted to positions. It's these uh, idiots like Fannie Willis, uh, this DEI, Uh, basically hires that gets in there and uh, mucks it up. And I hate to say it, but I don't think, I can't think of a single example of a black woman in government that has a reputation of doing a good job. I mean, uh, can you, Rob, is that an unfair statement to say? I mean, all these women that Democrats pick are just incompetent and pathetic at their job. Uh, Obviously, uh, in the past, Republicans have had some good ones, um, maybe not as Congress and Senate so much, but in uh, cabinet positions and whatnot. But uh, these ones that the Democrats have been picking have just been pathetic and obviously incompetent.
1: Well, I can say that that is a fair statement when you're looking at it from a democratic viewpoint because they have picked no they have not picked successful black women to represent. On the conservative Republican side, they have. Look at, uh, what's her name, Condoleezza Rice, very successful woman right. in what That's she's doing. I was
0: thinking also. Right, I thinking
1: And then you look at some of the other uh, Black women who have served uh, uh, as advisors and on the conservative side. But it's, it's one of those quiet as it's kept because they don't want them out there. Look at Dr. Carol Swain. They don't want them out there. They don't want Black people to know that they exist. They want to hide them. They want to keep them out of public view. Whereas they will put these liberal women up there nonstop. I mean, look at the look look at the right. liberal uh, representatives on the Democrat side. I mean, who look at Ayanna Presley, a complete lunatic, a complete imbecile who came out talking about defund the police, she and Corey Bush, defund the police. And look at the level of criminal activity that has just like gone through the roof because of them. Danny Willis is responsible but making certain that the crime yeah. is down in Fulton County, which is the largest county in Atlanta. But has she done it? Absolutely not. The largest county in it's Georgia.
0: Almost like, it's almost like the Democrats prefer these black women that are rough around the edges compared to uh, really well-read and intelligent black women. I mean, uh, I think maybe like Cori Bush, that's a good example. You look at her and she was just a uh, protester basically a black lives matter rioter uh she's so into unintelligent with the way government works she thought rich people paid less in taxes than poor people i mean this is how clueless this woman is and she's given a seat in congress uh it seems like this is, are the type of black women that democrats are promoting so i want to be clear here it's not a black woman issue it's the ones that the democrats are hand selecting uh, to do their dirty work and basically use as a face s- to say things that they don't want to say themselves. Nonetheless, it's very obvious that they're hiring incompetent people who are not qualified for the jobs. Exactly. Uh, look, look at, at our vice president.
1: Oh, oh, God, that's the biggest one. She's a complete <laughs> failure. But you look at Laverne Spicer, whom they're trying to keep out of Congress, a strong black woman. They don't want her there. They don't want her representing. Black women, because again, they want, they want to make it seem as if though, oh no, there are none that are out there. You know, we can't have them here. And what was the name of the other woman, Andrew, that we had on our show who was by Bex? I can't believe I can't think of her name. Uh, oh, I almost said it. She was by Vex. Kathy Barnett. Okay. They tried to keep them, be- Doreen Borello, they try to keep them behind closed doors. They don't want them out there. They want to keep them silent. Because they're afraid of them and they want people to think, oh, they're not out there. They're just not. No one wants to be a conservative uh, black woman. You know, we want all these loosey Goosies like Ayanna Presley and Cori Bush who are tearing down democracy. Ilhan Omar, who should have never been put on the hill, period. And I have said this before and I will say it again. I know we're up against a hard break. Be careful because when you go to Michigan. And you go to Iowa, you will see that they have little hubs, little groups of these immigrants. Some of them are immigrants, came here rightfully so, but some are illegal. And they're forming these blocks. And before you know it, they will be putting more candidates up to run for office. I'm just putting it out there. We got to be careful. But see, this is what the Democrats want. They see all the destruction overseas when they let these people in who completely don't understand democracy. And when they get a taste of it, they freak out. They're bringing that here. They want the United States to be just as confused and threatening and have terrorists running around. Mark my word, it's coming, and it's coming soon, Andrew.
0: Yeah, I saw an interview uh, where they were interviewing some illegal in New York City who had been here for six months. Uh, They hadn't worked a day in their life. They were staying at the hotel The hotel maids come in and clean the room on a daily basis. They're fed three meals a day. Uh, They were asked about what happens if something happens to one of your kids. They said that they're on Medicare. Uh, Basically, these people are coming here, not working, getting everything handed to them. And you see all these hardworking Americans who have to work two, three jobs just to put food on the table. And yeah, people are figuring it out. This doesn't add up. This isn't right. This isn't fair. And uh, this is, I think, going to catch up to Joe Biden in 2024. The black community is waking up. They're seeing that Democrats are playing them like pawns. They're picking their worst as the top candidates, and uh, they're not giving them or doing anything for them. So uh, Joe Biden's going to have big problems in 2024 with all of his broken promises and uh, giveaways to the illegal immigrants. People see what's going on in these big cities. You guys are tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central or 6 on the West Coast. If you're looking for some great uh, sleep, focus, better energy, um, immune health. Check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of cell health. You can go to healthycell.com or americaoutloud.shop. Use the promo code OUTLOUD to save. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin and Andrew.
2: Well, the year 2024 must be the year of the Patriot, and AmericaOutLoud.news will equip you with all the information you need to give new meaning to the words Patriot Act. For our actions always ultimately define our words. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Talk Radio, Liberty and justice for all.
0: I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital.
1: My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute and we want to earn your trust natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the
0: best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org.
2: Off.
1: Wow, Andrew, I can't believe the time is flying by so fast. We're already up against the third half of the show. And there's just, there's so much to talk about, but I want to, you know, put a, a ribbon on this, a bow tie, like the bow on Fanny's dress. and So we could talk about some other things before we uh, go off the <laughs> air for tonight. But I mean, just in general, as we've said, I think we have, I hope people understand what's going on here. And as I said, regardless as to what she did, how she did it, and what's happening, I seriously doubt the judge is going to remove her from this case. I seriously doubt this case is going to go away. Democrats aren't going to let it go away. They will work expeditiously to keep this going. I mean, with all these cases, and I know people are saying, oh, well, he has a chance here, he has a chance there, unless it's in a red state, a red district. It gives me pause. Even the case in Florida with Judge Cannon, Eileen Cannon, I, I pause on that as well because I, I think that the case should just be tossed out. And maybe she will do it, but when you're looking at what they're trying to say, this whole thing with classified documents, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And even if – here's the other kicker – even if she puts the kibosh on it, remember Jack Smith is going to try it in D.C. as well because he has a more favorable jury pool. So, and it's just, I mean, it's like, who's going to stand up, as I said, during the first and the second block of the show, who in our legal system is going to stand up and call this out and tell the American people, this is wrong. This should not be happening. It's only happening because it's Donald Trump. Who's going to stand up and say that? What journalist yeah, these- is going
0: to stand up and say it? These Jack Smith and Fannie Willis, they're lunatics. It's like they see red. It's like their job is to hold, to get Trump in trouble for anything they can. And that's the sole focus of their job and their life is just to find any little thing that they can pin against former President Trump. It's really psychotic behavior.
1: It's psychotic behavior, behavior and people are falling for it. They People actually think that Trump did something wrong. They actually believe it. And when you, you contrasted what Biden has done, I mean, you look at the whole Robert Hur situation. Joe Biden should have been indicted. He should have been indicted. And this guy is saying the only reason why he did it is because of his mental capacity. Yeah, but look at so many other people who have committed a crime, and they don't get by because of their mental capacity or their age. Look at Bill Cosby, perfect example. Bill Cosby, there you go. Look at Bill Cosby. And he's a black man. You would think if anything, up, would have said, no, not to him because he's black.
0: Look up Billy Jack Haynes, this old professional wrestler just in the past couple of weeks. Uh, he's an old man. I think he's got dementia. But he murdered his wife, and they came and arrested him. I mean, this is what happens. Even if you're elderly and you commit a crime, you should be held accountable. You should be uh, held accountable. Obviously. Obviously, maybe uh, if you're in bad health or something, you shouldn't go to a prison, but you should be held accountable in some way. Exactly. Uh, You should be held accountable.
1: It It, it does make a difference, like you said. I mean, You look at this guy uh, who killed his wife, the wrestler. You look at Bill Cosby, and now you want to say that we can't do it to Joe Biden because of his mental capacity. Yeah, but if you say that, are you going to say also, well, we don't want to do it also because he's a president? Because if you stick that in there, then what about Trump? You see, no one, Andrews drawing the parallels, but here on After Dark, we are. We're drawing the parallels because we want people to see that what they're telling you is a complete lie. Joe Biden, this Robert Herr, gave him a get-out-of-jail card, literally. They should accept it and pipe it down and shut up and just accept, admit the fact that he is struggling cognitively. Jill, he's struggling. We know you want to stay in the White House. We know you enjoy all the perks. We know it. You thought you guys were gonna, it was going to be over with Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden is getting a lot of perks also because he's the first son, and we know that Joe is going to pardon him. Even if Joe would, were to die tonight, Andrew, God forbid, if he were to die tonight, I'm sure he has left instructions that Hunter Biden should be pardoned. Now, I don't know if he can constitutional do it. I don't know if Camel would do it. but She more than likely would just to, because she knows that she's the president. But it's all baked into the cake. This is what they're going to do. So what they're telling you is a complete lie. What they're telling you is that, no, Trump did something different. No, he did not. And I remember Jonathan Turley, and I like him. He was saying, oh, but I don't know this case in Florida. It looks really bad. And then the one in Atlanta, I don't know those. Well, Jonathan, I'm sorry. You're a great legal lead, but I'm not an attorney. I don't have a law degree, but I looked at all this and I did the research and all of it is smoke screens and mirrors. They're going after Trump because of who he is. They want to stop him because in any other situation, these cases would not have moved forward and the judges would have tossed them out. Look at Cy Vance here in New York. We mentioned him before. He's an Excellent attorney. And he looked at these cases and said, okay, I'm not going to even try Trump on this whole thing about this accounting era. He looked at Eugene Carroll and said, I'm going to pass on this. He looked at the real estate deal and was like, oh, my God, what's happening? He should come out. Side ban should come out and call all this out and say, look, when I was in office, I looked at all of this and I said that no juror would look at this and find a guilty verdict unless – Unless this was political. And this is what it is. It's political. All of it. He should come out and be a citizen, be a statesman, rather, not a citizen, but a statesman, and just say, this is all BS. We need to stop this because we're destroying democracy. We're destroying our judicial system. Later on down the line, if they don't stop this, people will be Warranted and fairly warranted when they say, I, I don't think I got a fair trial. This is not right. You're coming after me because I don't have the means to protect myself. And they will be truthful. What, this is a slippery slope that we're sliding down just to stop one man because the Democrats are racist, the Democrats are prejudiced, and the Democrats want to hold on to power because they're corrupt. This needs to stop. Someone needs to stand up and call it out. The same situation that we see this happening, Andrew, that, that took place rather in Kansas City with this shooting. And it just so happened that the shooters weren't white. I don't know if they're black, they look black, Hispanic, but they weren't white. They were minorities. Two young men shooting. Okay, do we hear anybody saying, take away the guns? Guns. Look at what happened in Lakeview Church in Texas uh about two weeks ago. Did anyone come out and say, take away the guns? No. Why? Because the person who committed the crime, Andrew, happened to be trans, happened to be a minority, happened to be an illegal alien. You see that? Two tiers of justice. Two tiers of justice, Andrew. I mean, what did you think? Or what are you thinking? That they haven't said much about anything on this Kansas City uh, shooting during the parade. Nothing at all. Why is that?
0: Yeah. Once again, the only thing that you'll hear is that they need to come and take law-abiding citizens' guns, and then they've been completely ignoring who committed the crime, and uh, that the fact that these lawless thugs are in all these blue cities all over the country. Uh, you know, it's very sad what happened there in uh, Kansas City. We definitely have uh, our thoughts and prayers for the young lady who lost her life and everybody injured, but. Really, I'm not surprised when we see something like this because you look at the people who live in these communities and, um, yeah, I mean, it happens on a nightly basis. So when it happens at a Super Bowl parade in one of these cities, I'm never surprised. Uh, and, Rob, uh, have you ever been to Kansas City? I have. I've been there a few times myself. I, uh, uh, I've i had fond memories of Kansas City. I think it's a nice city. Um, it's one of those cities that were... It's like, am I in Missouri or am I in Kansas? You never really know at, <laughs> at the time when you're there where you're actually at. But nonetheless, uh, yeah, this is happening in all the blue cities. Kansas City, uh, despite it being nice in certain areas, is also very violent. I mean, you look at Missouri, and it's got one of the highest crime rates of any state in the country. And it's not because of the people living out in the country in the middle of Missouri. It's St. Louis and Kansas City. So... Um, Yeah, we see this happen. And obviously, if it were white people who committed this shooting, it would be the top story for weeks on end. But since it wasn't, we see the narrative of who committed the shooting all of a sudden go away. And now all they want to talk about is taking away guns from law abiding citizens,
1: taking away guns from law abiding citizens. And we know that when that happens, the criminal has the upper hand. Now, as you asked, have I been to Kansas? Yes, I've been. I've also been to St. Louis, Missouri. And St. Louis, Missouri is another place which is riddled with crime. And why is that? Because you have prosecutors who refuse to prosecute. Remember, there was a a man and his wife, attorneys that Black Lives Matter went after, and they tried to defend their homes. And then the prosecutor decided, oh, I'm going to... bring charges against them because they did something wrong. They're like, are you serious? And this went all the way in. They were literally going to prosecute. And then you had a a lawyer who say, this woman is corrupt. She needs to step down. And who funded her? George Soros. George Soros has funded a lot of these radicals. A lot of them. And that's the reason why we see these criminal, the criminal activity that has increased, increased within the past four years that Joe Biden has been in office. Because they're busy trying to go after law abiding citizens like Trump, as opposed to going after the real criminals. Just think back here in New York City. We had illegal aliens attacking police officers and then we had a 15 year old venezuelan illegally here shooting a tourist at times square i remember the day andrew that you could go to times square you could walk around i mean the dead of night and feel completely safe can't happen now yeah cannot happen
0: yeah yeah and just to shift gears slightly um Tucker Carlson, when he went to Moscow, he posted videos of uh, the train station in Moscow. It's over 100 years old. I mean, the thing was just immaculate. I mean, it looked like a historical painting or something like that. And uh, that's the shape of their train station. Their grocery stores, clean, uh, filled up two weeks' worth of groceries for 100 American dollars. And all these people are saying, oh, this is Russian propaganda. It's like, no, to me, it's just pointing out, okay, look at Russia. They've got this city, Moscow. It's huge. A lot of people live in Moscow, and they're keeping their their uh, cities clean and safe. Why can't we do that here in the United States of America, supposedly the greatest country? Well, I believe we are the greatest country in the world. But obviously, we're just so flawed right now that... Um, we're being embarrassed by these other countries. I mean, it's just a hard truth. But Moscow, uh, based on what we've seen, is cleaner and safer than New York City. I mean, people not might not like to hear that, but based on the videos and everything we hear, that's just the truth. So uh, for people who want to go out and criticize Tucker Carlson for just pointing things out, uh, I don't think that's the right way to go because... Uh, there's a lot of truth to these videos. The truth isn't always a good thing. It can hurt sometimes, but I mean, you look at Moscow and uh, their train station and you compare that to the New York City subway and it's night and day, Rob.
1: Andrew, New York City was the same way at one point in time
0: when we had
1: a Republican at the helm. But the moment the Democrats, de Blasio, Eric Adams came on, that's when it all went to hell complete chaos, and you see the same thing, that's what happened in Kansas. And and who had to defend the residents of Kansas? Nothing against the police now, but regular citizens answered the call. The same way Daniel Penny answered the call here in New York City, when he took down that radical crazy man, but Alvin Bragg decided, oh, well, we got to put him on trial. Oh, because he did something wrong. No, he did not. He was defending his citizens. He was defending the fellow passengers. But you see how they've gotten it all twisted? And here's here's a harsh reality that a lot of people don't want to accept, Andrew. This is a harsh reality. And this goes back to stop and frisk. When stop and frisk was the law and people were using it, it was happening in minority neighborhoods. And some would say, well, why is that? because it was in the minority neighborhoods that we saw an increase in crime. Let's just be honest. Minority neighborhoods, be it Hispanic, Black, or the Russians, that's where they had to implement stop and frisk. And you know what? They were thankful and glad because it reduced the crime in their neighborhoods. Now, the crime has gone up. No one wants to say anything about it, unless Andrew it involves a white man. And then, oh, we got to talk about it. Oh, the boogeyman. Yeah. Remember how Don Lemons used to get on? He couldn't wait to get on the news. Thankfully, he's off now. He couldn't wait to get on and say, oh, the white man is evil. And he himself was dating a white man. It's like, really, dude? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, those,
0: <laughs> those fans were just absolute heroes. I mean, can you imagine the guts it's got to take to tackle an armed person. I mean, I'm a chicken. If there's a guy with a gun coming, I'm getting out of there. I would have been I'd have been 500 yards down the road by that time. And these guys literally decided to tackle this guy, take his gun. Uh just some absolute heroes. Definitely a lot of credit to them. Who knows how many lives they might have saved by taking down Uh, these thugs that uh, committed this shooting at the Super Bowl parade. It's hard to believe, Rob, we're all out of time tonight. I feel like we could just keep on going. You guys will have to tune in tomorrow night to hear some more discussion. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew. Stay tuned on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio. Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, wherever you stream your podcast, or go to America News. We'll see you guys next time. Remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.